How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560 Sports WQAM, FM99.9 HD2, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. It's playoff week. Hopefully you're ready for it at this point. We got a lot to get to in the show. Remember, we're taping this early on Friday to play Friday night. So we did have the breaking news. Thank goodness happened right in the middle of our kind of first segment there with Zach Wilson will be playing for the New York Jets, starting for the New York Jets because Mikey Blanco, as Vlad used to call him here on the uh, show in the morning, is not out of the protocol. And Zach Wilson will be starting for the New York Jets. Now, before we even get into that or get Nose's reaction on that, we're going to go through everything like we, we love to do now here to give you a little insight on every single game. Those are going to go through the schedule. We already had Thursday night football. We talked about that. That's in the past. we got to talk about the Saturday triple header, the full slate of games on Sunday and Monday night football. Nose, let's start on Saturday, the triple header on NFL Network, including the 8.15 p.m. game in primetime Dolphins and Buffalo. But let's start with that first game of the day. Let's go Indianapolis and Minnesota. What do you like? What do you don't like there? All right, so it, it feels like it's Thanksgiving because we have ourselves, you know, the the day game and then the late day game and then the night game. And so it's just extra action to have last night and now tomorrow and then Sunday and then even Monday. Oh, my goodness, four straight days of uh, football in your playoffs. I can't wait. But, yes, yeah, so the bottom line is we have – a two-hour show, and my number one thing was I wanted to make sure that we were to go through every single game. We don't have text messages today, so based on that, I wanted to give a breakdown of every game and every player that I believe is somebody that should be discussed by the game. So let's just dive right in, and it's Indianapolis at Minnesota at 1 o'clock, which right off the bat is a very intriguing game for me because uh, you got, let's start off with Indianapolis, okay? Obviously, you're not starting Matt Ryan, but what you may not know is that Minnesota ranks dead last against the pass, Oof. okay? Which is obviously really, really bad. That's not good, right? Yeah. Right. Not good. But does that mean you're going to go ahead and start Matt Ryan? Absolutely not. But what does that mean? That you drafted a guy late third, early fourth, who has underperformed all year. And that's Michael Pittman that's Jr. That's right. Yep. Okay, so Michael Pittman Jr. right now is a player that I absolutely believe can have a good game. Okay, you have Alex Pierce there as well. But no, 
I wouldn't start him. It's too risky. They have a really bad defense again. The worst. So if there was ever a time that Michael Pittman Jr. can be effective, it's now. So, yes, it's scary to start him because Matt Ryan looks like he's throwing a ball like a lollipop in the air. He has no arm strength. He's not good right now. And he, in my opinion, is in his last year. But, again, this is how bad Minnesota's defense is. That's right. Okay, I'm looking at it. They are right now averaging the worst against the past 287 total yards. So, I'm starting Michael Pittman Jr. in fantasy leagues this week. That's Mm. the real big message. Now there's the on the other side of it, you know, uh, what Minnesota look like in terms of the run. They're right in the middle, Zach. They're 16th. So God, I never expect that from Minnesota either. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, John Randall ain't walking through the door. No, it doesn't matter if you have Jonathan Taylor. Congratulations, you've come through. uh, You know, a lot of to have the number one pick overall. You use Jonathan Taylor to make it this far. Uh, Congratulations, you made the playoffs, and now. You know, nothing else matters. I am a Jonathan Taylor owner in the same top league that I'm in, and I am saying, okay, I got here. I limped in. I barely made the playoffs, but I made the playoffs. I fought through it. Nothing else matters. This is a fresh start. Please, Jonathan Taylor, please find yourself that big run that you have done very little this that year. That 65-yard touchdown run towards the end of the game that makes you very, very happy. That is right? a yeah. fantasy dream. That's it. And I want to live it. So, in terms of Indianapolis, for me, it's obviously Jonathan Taylor, and I am giving you the A-OK to start Michael Pittman. Outside of that, I'm out. Right. On the other side of the ball, the Colts defense, number three against the pass. So, if you're a Cousins owner, not the best start for him, okay? He's coming off a ridiculously good game last week. Uh, Obviously, we heard Justin Jefferson's numbers. You're starting Justin Jefferson. Obviously, you're starting Dalvin Cook. Right. Obviously, these are simple things. You know what? For the most part, if Hawkinson's your tight end, unless you have basically Kelsey. Right. You're starting Hawkinson. You're starting yeah. Hawk. That being said, Cousins, he's got highs, he's got lows. He can have a good game as a super flex second quarterback, fine. As a quarterback, too, if he's your best option, fine. But if you're in a one quarterback league, I am not starting Kirk Cousins. And that is the breakdown of your one o'clock game. I like it. Let's move onward, shall we? Yes, please. Okay. Baltimore at Cleveland in uh, the afternoon game. I will tell you flat out right now, let's start with Cleveland. That is going to be a huge challenge for those running backs there. Nick Chubb, you have to start. Obviously, you have to start him. Nick Chubb has been a top 10 guy. He's as consistent as can be. He's a volume runner, but he is going against one of the best rush defenses Actually, they're number two in the NFL behind San Francisco. So what does that really mean? That means you're actually not starting Kareem Hunt by any stretch of any imagination. So if he, for some reason, is deemed your best start on your bench, I'm telling you to look otherwise. This is the time to bench him. He has a horrible matchup. He doesn't have the volume. And the Kareem Hunt that was on KC or even last year that came out and had a few two-touchdown games for Cleveland, that's a big no. In terms of passing the ball, here we are, Zach, man. The question mm. always is, is do we start Deshaun Watson or not? And this is just a simply, it's a, it's a high-risk, high-reward situation. His first game looked really, really rusty. His second game, a little bit better. Baltimore is 26th against the pass, so the matchup is actually all right. Uh, in two but... 
but it's a risk, man. Right, right, okay, right. thank you. It's a risk. He's not there yet, guys. If you watch the games, he's not there. Amari Cooper, he's got a need to play. Again, we it's a little bit still questionable whether he will play or not. Uh, but someone like Njoku, I really like Njoku, so I would get Njoku in there. Watson is literally start at your own risk. There's nothing I can tell you that you don't know already if you're a sports fan, if you're an NFL fan. Is he going to show up finally and have that big game at home against their rival? We don't know. It's a hit or miss situation. I, in terms of in the playoffs, I don't like to get too tricky. I don't like to get too cute. That's what we stress here. What got you there? Well, let me tell you something. Deshaun Watson did not get you to the playoffs. So, in a two-quarterback or super flex league, okay. But if he's your only starting quarterback, I would highly, highly be nervous, okay? Let's just say that. Um, I have a decision in, in my leagues to start either Deshaun Watson or Tom Brady. I think it's a great – Wow. It's a really great so argument. You might Tom have Brady jumped into my yes or no's a little bit. Stay away from it. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady at home versus Cincinnati or, or, uh, or Deshaun at home versus Baltimore. To give you an idea, Tom Brady has been terrible but I'm going to still start him over Deshaun Watson. Okay. That's how, in, in the, and by the way, uh, in a brutal decision. Yeah, I'm but, sure. So when it comes down to Cleveland, I think I've illustrated it. Uh, you, you're going to start Nick Chubb. You're going to start Njoku. Everybody thereafter is start at your own risk. Going on the other side of the ball, you are obviously not starting Huntley. Okay, Lamar Jackson is out. I'm not starting anybody on that team not named J.K. Dobbins. And J.K. Dobbins had a nice week, but... Um, is it guaranteed that he's going to be the guy who gets the goal line carries? Absolutely not. But we are at a time where if he is your option for a flex, I got absolutely right. no problem with it. But it goes down to the conversation we had. Mark Andrews, oh, my God, it's been so bad. And uh, Huntley is not getting him the ball. So if you have to start him because it's either him or Pete, you know, I like saying Freermuth. I don't know why I do. You know, yeah, you're starting Andrews. Right. Just hope that the game plan for Baltimore involves him this week, and it's that simple. So pray, prayers up for Mark Andrews. Right, please. Owners, because Jeez. it's been so miserable. It's been bad. Part of the mud tight end franchise of the year. All right, finish us off. The primetime game. Dolphins, uh, Buffalo. Let's uh, get it. Snowstorms. Five. Josh Allen. So I got a report this morning from the Bills Mafia weather Ooh, gal wow. that goes on Twitter and says, hey, tailgaters, expect five inches of snow. And, oh, by the time it's the game, you know, it's going to be around eight inches of snow. And then if you're driving home, you're looking at 10 to 12 inches. This is the hardest decision to make right now. The people are out there, a lot of people, especially in South Florida, Tua got you where you are. That's how great Tua has been. Outside of a few uh, mishaps in the last few weeks, Tua was the number one rated quarterback uh, coming into last week, and for great reason. He's been fantastic. Right. What do you do? Oof. Zach, what do you do? He's in Buffalo. The it's test a- game, man. We talk about it all the time. The test game in the weather, in the elements, against Tennessee last year, put up a stink bomb. This is a very big game for Tua at this point and a very big game for Mike McDaniel to put Tua in the right place this week also. So much footage out there on how uh, the Dolphins didn't utilize the run enough and how defenses have sort of, you know, Staley sort of outcoached Mike last week. Not sort of. Okay, fair enough. I am an apologist for Mike McDaniel. I love Mike McDaniel. He got outcoached last week. He's a star. Uh, So, look, here we are. Okay, 
I'm going to be very blunt with you. The running back situation right now is a tough situation because, A, Buffalo Bills are ranked fourth against the run. Now, I believe the Dolphin game plan is to establish that run in a snowy game. So if you have Radio Raheem, it's a start-at-your-own-risk situation. Now, give me an update right now, Zach, about Jeff Wilson Jr.'s health. He was on the injured list uh, today. He's going to be questionable for the game. He was limited. He's going to be questionable. It's going to be a game-time decision for him, and if it's bad, bad weather, there's a chance he they don't play. Okay, so thank you. We don't know right now. Right. But if he is deemed out, Mostert is going to get those carries, and if you have to start him, I'm okay with it because of the amount of volume only he will get in a snowy game that you need to establish the run. But if Jeff Wilson Jr., okay, uh, plays and there's a split job, I don't like either of them. And if he does play, believe it or not, in that type of weather and that type of gritty game, I prefer Jeff Wilson Jr. Right, right. But now go, let's get into the thick of it. Let's, let's get do into, it. Let's get into the real deal Holyfield. Buffalo against the past. Not that great, Zach. All right, they're they're in the middle of the road. They're ranked nineteenth overall in the in the NFL. But the question is, is Tua going to throw the ball down the field, or is Tua going to do these quick quick slants, which right. I believe is what the strategy will be? And will one of those two players really break one in this weather? And I am skeptical. But that being said, Tyreek Hill, we're not even going to discuss it. He's in the lineup. Waddle is the discussion, right. and I believe you need to start. Jalen Waddle, the Penguin himself, had a game where he was a ghost. He was invisible last week. I do not think that they're going to do that again. I think they're going to get the ball to those wide receivers, slants, screens, and if one of them can make one move and one block, they're going to be gone. And I think you got to start those guys. They got you where they are. They're both top 10 wide receivers in fantasy. Now, again, we have to see how bad the weather is. Right. It's all about that gut, and you'll have the time. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow night. You have decisions to make. Check the weather. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to Tua, is I don't love him. I do not love him. I get it. I totally get it. This is not his best game. If you could survive in advance this week, Tua's got a schedule for the balance of the year that I like a lot more. So this is not just like a a negative towards him. He's a little bit of a slump. He's been a little inconsistent. And I just don't see him getting more consistent when you can't hold a ball because it's snowing or it's wet and it's freezing. So I think this is going to be a conservative game plan. I think they're going to try to win ugly. And that is not good for fantasy purposes. Right. Not good at all. So that is a Saturday slate of games. Indianapolis at Minnesota, Baltimore, Cleveland, Miami at Buffalo knows what we're going to do here is we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about the rest of the games on Sunday up until Monday night football. That was your breakdown. The first one, that was only three games. We just broke down and it took so long. I can't wait to get to the rest of the slate of games today or the slate of games for the weekend. This is Zach of the nose fantasy football show brought to you by tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads of tropical Chevrolet down here in Miami shore. Shout out to the King and queen Ari and Erica of tropical Chevrolet as well. Always having our back here, but we are going to take a break. We're going to come back, go through the rest right after this. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Football show with Zach in the nose on AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here on Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We are taping this early on a Friday to play Friday night, so uh, just in case you hear anything here, might be breaking news or not, we didn't have it. Well, we did have the Zach Wilson stuff, so that's good. We're going to get more on that in just a second. Last segment, we did talk about the uh, triple header on Saturday, Saturday's matchup, uh, starting with Indy, Minnesota, ending with Miami and Buffalo. Nose, let's go to Sunday. Start with that Philly-Chicago game. Let's go through the slate of games on Sunday, the ones, the fours, the eight o'clock, and let's end with that Monday night football game with L.A. and Green Bay. Start us off, Philly and Chicago. What do you like? Well, this is a nice one for me because it's not very hard. Uh, Philadelphia is your best fantasy offense, and you are going to start every single one of them. This is where, again, I'm going to repeat myself, and it's what I do, but we are not getting cute. We are not going to, you know, all of a sudden make decisions and start players that are risky. We're going to start who got us there for the most part. And so Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts so good, Miles Sanders, right, A.J. Brown, right. Devonta Smith, mm-hmm. but now the one question is: Do I? You know who's back? One of your one of one of the favorite fans of the show. Is it Go Dirt? Go Dirt is Go back. Dirt's back. Yes. Zach. Wow. So believe it or not, we're going back. Is I have no problem with you starting. Okay. We good. won't know his usage. Thank we goodness. don't know yeah. how you know if he's going to come back. If he's in shape, we don't know any of this until we see it. All the reports are suggesting that if he's playing, he's going to be fine. Well. Dirt was a top target for Jalen Hurts. And again, the theme, there are not a lot of good tight ends out there. So uh, please tweet me at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E, if you have a do I start Go Dirt or say blank, you know, and uh, we'll go from there. But Dallas Godert was before he got hurt, one of the very few consistent tight ends. Consistent means Jalen Hurts actually threw him the ball quite a bit. And they had plays. The offense was uh, had plays specific for him. So he is back, and again, I am totally okay with you starting him unless you have somebody, basically Kelsey. Right, and right again, of course. We'll, we can tweet at me if you have a, a, a tough one there, and there are a few tough calls with that. But overall, start them all. That's one of the best teams. Right, you're going to get no, some points. Come on. You and know I know it. it's right. in Chicago, and I know it might be bitter cold, and I know there might be weather, and weather is a big deal. 
but we are not unless it's some type of blizzard going to bench those wide receivers. Right, right. And then on the other side of the ball, okay, Philadelphia is number one against the pass. So you're like, do I start Justin Fields? The answer is yes, you do. Right, right, because it doesn't matter if he could throw the ball. No, he's going to run the ball. We don't care about him right. throwing the ball. Right. Philadelphia is ranked 18th against the run. That's what we're really looking at. So, look, he was so good uh, in keeper leagues. You drafted him and not even a thought in the world that he could be a keeper. And now, all of a sudden, he is a player that is going to be highly discussed next year and is a starter in fantasy, and he's a top 10 quarterback next year which is a very high you know uh, praise because there's you know a good top 10 out there right but that's how good he is with his feet so in this game where philadelphia and darius slay is going to be locking down uh, chicago wide receivers tight ends you want to start none of those guys you're going to start fields and you're going to start montgomery and that's it all right that's perfect that's good uh, for that game right there let's go to atlanta and new orleans uh let's start let's another one o'clock slate here and a weird game here too because it's just weird. It really is just ending up being a weird game. New Orleans got some some weapons on it. Atlanta, you never know what to you never know what's going to happen with Atlanta this week. And at this point, can you really trust anyone in Atlanta? Well, there's a new quarterback playing in right. Atlanta. So right off the bat, the great unknown. We are there. So just to give you an idea, I went to as you would make fun of me all of my how many fantasy leagues that I'm involved in that I help with or yeah. whatever I do that I do. And um, the bottom line is I picked up the Saints defense because they're at home. I happen to think they're nasty. I think they're nasty at home. And they're going against the rider, the, um, you know, the rookie quarterback so out of Cincinnati. And so do I like Ryder? Yeah. Can he be really good? Ritter or whatever? Whatever. Uh, We're going to call him Ghost Rider at this point. Okay. Go ahead. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for helping me. I knew that. We don't know. And so what do you do here? Okay. That's the great question. My answer is I'm not really feeling Atlanta's offense. Patterson is a player that could be good, could be not good. I'm not starting him if I don't have a chance. Drake London could be the one guy who actually really uh, gets, you know, propels because they have some type of, uh, you know, rapport together. Right. We don't know about it yet. So for me, in this time, in Atlanta, in a tough matchup, I'm not starting anybody from Atlanta. Is there anything scarier in fantasy football than the great unknown no. when it comes to that? No, of course not. That is the scariest part, the, right? The, 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 it's funny. I, I said it. I like New Orleans defense out of all of these options when it comes down to you know this game. But on the other side of the ball is another tough situation. Do you start you know, Chris Olave? And because of the inconsistency of the Red Rocket and just in the inconsistency of that offense, the, uh, I do like Chris Olave, and I do think that he has the potential to have a big game. So if he has been your flex all year or a wide receiver three, I have absolutely no problem with you uh, starting him. And Kamara, yeah, he hasn't been great, but of course you're going to start. You cannot start. No, no, you're right. starting an Alvin Kamara. Right. And then the <laughs> I'm laughing because Taysom Hill is a, a really tough conversation. He's your tight end right now. And believe it or not, if you go through the, the rankings – He's a top five, six tight end on the it's year. It's unbelievable. You right. know, two weeks ago, or last week, excuse me, you start him. He does nothing, and out of nowhere, he catches a 20-yard touchdown, and then he had fantasy value. Two weeks, you know, the two prior weeks before that, nothing. Taysom Hill, to me, has always been intriguing because there is going to be a game over the next three games, Zach, where they're going to have the ball on the three-yard line, and he's going to plunge in, and he's going to do it a few times. So if he is your best option, and if you're a pick, if you have him on your team, and the only other guys that you could pick up 
are these waiver wire fodder, as I call it. You know, I, I would say the risk is worth it. I think he's going to do something special at quarterback. And I don't know when, but I think it's going to happen. So Nostradamus here. I like I, this. I, I do. So it's a tough call, but if Taysom Hill is somebody in your lineup and you're looking at it and you say, this is my best option right now, let it be. I'm okay with it. All right, let's go to Detroit and New York. We did get the breaking news while we were taping at this point. Zach Wilson it's, it's breaking will news, be Zach. starting at this point. What do you think about this Detroit and New York Jets game? It changes everything right. for me because Garrett Wilson coming into this. Let me be honest with you. Garrett Wilson was the nose pick of the week coming into wow. today. Wow. He was. He changed. It's not anymore. It's not anymore. Breaking news. Breaking news. Wow. I'm done. It's really risky to start uh, Garrett Wilson and or Elijah Moore. Am I starting Garrett Wilson? Zach, yes, I am. The reason why is they're going against Detroit. Right. And Detroit is just a really bad team. Uh, against the pass, they're 30th overall. If there's ever a time where Zach Wilson could come in and maybe gain some confidence and maybe lose the yips, they use the word the yips. Using the word the yips with a quarterback is awful, scary. And so, no, I, I don't love Garrett Wilson, but it shows you that if if Mike White was quarterback, I had the guy as the nose pick of the week. So all wow. of a sudden, so do you start him? Yeah, guys, I think you still have to start him. Are you starting Elijah Moore? Absolutely not. Okay, so the bottom line is this. When it comes down to their offense, you're not starting Zach Wilson. You're not starting Elijah Moore. You're starting Garrett Wilson. But you are also starting a guy that nobody knew his name as of three weeks ago, and that's Zonovan Knight. Wow. Okay, well so Zonovan, <laughs> Well, to me, yeah. Right. Well, all of a sudden, Zonovan Knight is in my starting lineups right now. Um, they're 26th, Detroit's 26th against the rush, and Knight has now become a volume-based running back and a really decent play, and I feel – like that weather in New York could be a little dicey, and that is a hard-nosed running back. So if you have Zonovan Knight, pick him up, and you are starting him this week. I don't think you are being cute. He has proven over the last few weeks that he could do it. So uh, for that side of the ball, you could get Knight in there. On the other side, look, New York Jets have a really good defense. They do. They do. And I do believe this could be a busty type of game Ooh. for Goff. Okay. Uh, Goff as your second quarterback, no problem. Zaka, Z Goff as your first quarterback, I don't love it against Saucy Gardner, okay? I don't at all. Uh, Amon St. Ross St. Brown, you must start. And then there's the whole Jamal Williams versus uh, uh, DeAndre Swift, and the truth is I'm starting still both of them, especially in this type of game where I believe this is going to be an old-school, hard-nosed football game where the run is going to be prevalent. So I uh, don't love Goff. I'm on Ross St. Brown, must start, and the two running backs from Detroit, I have no problem with you starting. All right, let's go to the uh, next game here. It's Pittsburgh and Carolina. What do you like here? I don't like anything. Good, good. Okay. That's it. So, uh, <laughs> like, literally, you could say it there. We Bottom line is, if you got to start Najee Harris, great. I don't like anybody in terms of the quarterback right now. If Kenny Pickett's out, uh, I'm, I'm benching all. Mason wide, Rudolph, you know, maybe? Yeah, Pickens and uh, Deontay Johnson. No, right. thank you. On the other side of the ball, Carolina. Deontay Foreman is the guy to start between him and Hubba Chubba, but Hubba Chubba has been gaining steam on him, and Foreman, to me, is a risky play. Uh, at the quarterback position, Sam Darnold is just average, and DJ Moore is a risky start. Right. If you go in with him, you know, it is a risky play. He could have a great game, or he could do absolutely nothing. All right, Dallas and Jacksonville, what do you got there? 
I'm starting a lot of players in this game. On Jacksonville, uh, Trevor Lawrence is obviously uh, going against a tough matchup, but I still like him. Christian Kirk, over the course of the year, top 10 wide receiver. I'm not benching him at this point. And Evan Ingram is a player that I'm starting. Outside of that, Travis Etienne is a must-start. Nobody else on the other side. Uh, excuse me, nobody else you should be starting from Jacksonville. On Dallas, you're starting Pollard. If you want to start Zeke, I got no problem. You're starting C.D. Lamb. You're starting Schultz, and you're starting Dak Prescott, and that's it. All right, that's it right there. Uh, okay, here's an interesting one. Kansas City and Houston. This is easy. Houston, Damian Pierce is out. You're starting nobody. Right, I was about to say, there's only one real guy to start there. Nobody. And you don't start anyone there now, right? Oh, correct. You're starting nobody. On the other side of the ball, we had mentioned that Houston is just so god-awful against the run that I have no problem with you starting McKinnon and Pacheco. Now, if you have them both on the same team, I would start Pacheco and not start McKinnon. Okay. okay? If you have them both. But if you have them on separate teams, uh, excuse me, if somebody has them on one team and you have them on another, I have no problem with those guys starting. You're going against a team that does not stop the rush at all. And I think Pacheco is going to knock some people over. In terms of uh, Kansas City, you're going to start your starters. You're going to, you know, is players like MVS very risky? Yes. But Juju... He's a must-start. Kelsey, Mahomes, no problem. Yeah, there's no-brainers there. Arizona and Denver. This game's got mud. Just uh, They should actually just play the entire game in a pile of mud. It's brutal. Connor, okay, right. the Terminator, he's a must-start. But now you got Colt McCoy throwing the ball. Uh, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is a must-start. Look, after that, if you're starting Hollywood Brown, it's a risk, and it's your call. Uh, it is not what I would be doing. I would I'd be keeping him on my bench uh, for the most part. And then on the other side is Denver. Oy vey. You know, it looks right. like Rippin is going to be the quarterback. And not Mark Rippin, like from the Washington uh, football the team Super from Bowl 100 years ago. Yeah, Mark okay. Rippin, right. I think, what is it, his nephew? It's that or his grandson. I don't know who it is at this point, right? <laughs> grandson. Right. Doug Williams, I remember that. Doug Williams, yeah, well done. Like, when Washington was once good, man. Wow. Uh, but at the end of the day. Um, They're not good anymore. No. Gosh, no. Jerry Judy uh, proved himself last week to say, hey, if you're going to start me, okay, it's cool. And I don't love the running back situation there, but if you're going to start one of them in Denver, it is Latavius Murray. All right, that's a good one there uh, to start. Okay, let's see what else we got. This will be an interesting one, too. New England and Vegas. Josh McDaniels against his former team. What do you like here? Oh, I wish I had a better read on this, man, because uh, New England's pass defense and their, again, just their defensive line and Judah being one of the best sack artists in the game right now, I am very scared of Carr. Carr has been either really, really good or really, really horrible. Last week he was horrible, Zach. Uh, but he does have a top three wide receiver in the game, and you can never discount that. He's also in a dome in Las Vegas in a situation where weather is really an issue in the NFL where there will be no problems there. So for me, you have the best running back in the game. We don't have to discuss that. Uh, for me, uh, you have the best, I think, the best wide receiver in the game. And so uh, if you have Carr and he's your best option, okay. Uh, it is a huge risk because you just don't know which player you're going to get and you're going against a really good defense. All right. On what the other else? side of the ball. Yeah, this yeah. is an interesting one here. I, I'm actually interested to hear what you got here. I don't have much to say because right. Ramon, Ramon J. Stevenson, right. I'm a huge fan of, he looks like he's trending towards not playing. So I don't like any of these players. They have another Harris that came out of the woodworks, uh, not Damian. So at the end of the day, on uh, 
New England, I don't like anybody, Zach. I like nobody. Right. I don't. So there's nobody. I don't like Hunter Henry. I don't like literally anybody. So It's amazing, too, because they have pieces there, but I just don't like any of the pieces on that Not offense. this week. Yeah. Okay, the running backs are going to be a committee, and the wide receivers can't be trusted. Uh, you know, Mac Jones is good, but he doesn't target one particular person ever. So it doesn't matter. We're going to keep it clean. I don't like anybody on New England's offense, period. All right, let me throw a wrench in the uh, plans here for this game, New England at Las Vegas. New England's defense has been really good. Really good. Do you start New England's defense against this Vegas, Vegas offense who at any given week could put up numbers like any other team in the league? No problem with you starting them. Okay. Okay, but if you're starting them, you better not have Carr and Adams. If you're going to go on in this game, you go in, you know, you go all in if you're on right. the Raiders' side. Uh, but, yeah, no, it, New England's defense. They've been really they good. They score touchdowns. Yeah. They're good. And uh, Carr is super, excuse me, inconsistent. So, um, no problem with you starting New England D. All right, Tennessee at the Chargers. I mean, I almost I almost say this about every game at this point, but what do you do here in this game, Tennessee-wise? Let's start there. Tennessee-wise, it's simple. It's King Henry. That's okay? it. Okay, it's King Henry. Burks has got a concussion. I really liked him. I liked him, too. Yeah. You gave it to everybody weeks ago, the Burks pick, and it just looked like he was going to get – he was going to be that number one guy there. And obviously everyone dedicates all their time to King Henry, and Burks could have just been that guy – and wait, he had that one. He had the touchdown. Didn't he have the touchdown that Derrick Henry took seventy yards downfield on like a screen pass and fumbled it like the two, and Burks found it in the, the end zone. The good old fumble oh, recovery God. touchdown. How many bonus points did somebody lose there? By the way, on Henry's some websites do not two, give right? touchdowns for that, so it's extremely controversial. But it, really, I, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I didn't know that. About Terry Kill's long, long touchdown not, of sixty yards. Most leagues do not. No, give, come on. Yeah, most leagues did not provide that as wow. rushing yards. That, was a fumble recovery for a touchdown and did not count in fantasy. Wow. Things you may not have known. Right. I did not know that. So, uh, and that is weird. Wild. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Tennessee, at the end of the day, that's one guy. That's King Henry. But on the other side of the ball is um, the Los Angeles Chargers. And that is a little bit more tricky because, uh, well, it's not tricky. Tennessee is really good against the run and 31st against the pass. So, we are actually simply put it starting all of our guys because you don't bench Echo. Right. And, yeah, they're amazing against the rush, but he gets it, the catches anyway. That's how he produces his points. He's the PPR specialist. Eckler is obviously a no-brainer. Yes, I'm starting Herbert. Yes, I'm starting Gerald Everett if he's my best choice. I'm starting Josh Palmer. I am starting Keenan Allen. And that's where it just about ends. So, for me, I believe that Herbert and the Chargers are going to put up points against the Titans. So you could take that to the bank and plan your uh, lineup accordingly. All right, let's go to the next game. Cincinnati and Tampa Bay, last 4 o'clock game on the slate. Yeah, this one's the one that's the trickiest. It is, Zach, uh, because it's all about Tom Brady, and Tom Brady needs a win, and I am deadly scared that Tom Brady is simply put at this point not there anymore. The arm, the arm strength is not there. He's a little washed. Mike Evans is not separating from his uh, from his cornerbacks. He has been completely non-existent. But that being said, this is still Tom Brady. He's at home. The weather's not going to be an issue. And he's going against Joe Burrow, a player that I, I bet he's going to want to just say, I'm not that done yet. I'm not done yet. I believe Tom Brady's going to step up to the plate. And I have no problems with you starting Brady. Uh, at the running back position, it seems like a real split job between White and Fournette. This is a troublesome situation for fantasy. 
And my recommendation is um, in a full PPR league, I like Leonard Fournette more. In a non-PPR league, I actually like White more. Um, based on your league, based on your depth, based on how many flexes, I have no problem with you starting either of them if you deem them the best options for your team. In terms of the pass, this is Chris Godwin, and this is Mike Evans, and it's hard to bench those players. It's just very difficult, and if you have the ability to do it, that means you have great depth, and uh, you know, again, just know the situation. I, I just feel like the moment you bench a Mike Evans is the moment that he has the two-touchdown game on you. Of so, course. Yeah, and then on the other side, man, that, this is simple. You just start your, your Bengals. You're starting Joe Mixon. You're starting... Uh, obviously, Jamar Chase, Higgins. We have to see how he is on the we- uh, on the we- you know, excuse me on the injury report. But if he is a full go, y- you start him. And Joe Burrow is, in my opinion, a top. You know, he's just a top five quarterback week in and week out. All right, let's go to Sunday night football. The New York Football Giants, the Washington Commanders. What do you like here in this one? Man, I I really really like um, the running back situation for um, excuse me. Right now, Gibson looks like he's questionable start. Robinson, okay, the rookie who got shot. Yes. Okay. Shot. Shot. Yep. Uh-huh. I am now highly recommending in this week. New York Giants, 29th in the NFL against the run in what is a division rivalry, which is a game where the Redskins, if they win, are going to be a one step closer to the playoffs with the Heineken man at the quarterback. So, for me, I really like Robinson. Um as the running back there. That is my play. That's one of my big plays of the week. Mm. On top of it, Scary Terry and Heineken have had a great rapport together, and that is the wide receivers I'd start. I would not start Dotson. I would not start Logan Thomas. So the only players, and I wouldn't start Heineken, the only players I'm really starting on Washington, very clean, are Robinson and um, Scary Terry. And if Gibson ends up playing, I think it's a high-risk play. But for a full PPR league, and if you're desperate, I'm okay with it. All right. And uh, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I was about to say. What Saquon a, Barkley. What about, right. Yeah, I'm not starting that, Daniel right. Jones in the playoffs of my fantasy. No way. Uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, Darius Slayton, too risky. No. So, for me, there's one man. That's it. Saquon Barkley. Move right. on. Monday night football, the L.A. Rams, the Green Bay Packers. I love how they are selling this on TV. Baker versus A.A. Ron. It's unbelievable what's happened in a week and a half for that L.A. Rams team. What do you like? What do you don't like here? Yeah, this is a tough one because there's a, a, a matchup on paper that makes a lot of sense, right? Green Bay against the run this year, 30th out of 32 teams. They're horrible against the run. So the question is, really, this is this game to me from a fantasy perspective comes down to I start Cam Akers or not? That is the question. And my answer to you is no. The matchup is so fantastic, and I do not care. I cannot trust him. He's the guy that if you start him, you need a one-yard plunge to get any value out of him. And he got it last week, and he was the number one player asked on that crazy game. It was Thursday Night Football, right? right. Baker made that comeback. Well, do I start him or not? And, I, and my response was, he needs a one-yard touchdown plunge to have any value. Well, I believe, I'm, I'm, I'm making this up from my memory, I think he had 12 rushes for 42 yards, and, but he got the plunge. Without the plunge, without them landing on the one-yard line, he's 4.2 fantasy points. But since he got it, he snuck over just having about 10 to 11 fantasy points. I don't want that risk. I don't want to bet on a plunge. So for me, even though the matchup is as tasty as can be, I don't trust McFay in terms of you never know how he game plans. You never know who he's going to use. So overall, 
I'm keeping him out, and I am not starting any, Zach, I'm not starting any Rams wide receivers or Baker Mayfield. I don't need to explain that situation. On the to, other, uh, it, it's simple. It's I was about to say it's an interesting situation. It's LA not to me. La he La had Lance. a great game. He had a great moment. That moment is not going to make up for years of being what I believe uh, a very average to below average NFL quarterback slash bust because you're the number one pick overall. I'm not changing my mind after just that one game. So I am keeping all my Rams uh, players. So all of them on right. the bench every last one of them right Can right, be right. More clear on the other side of the Packers. ball i do not like rogers i do not like him i do not i am sorry i know i've said this preseason i said do not draft him here we are it's the playoffs and i still do not like him you're going against jalen ramsey um you're going against it doesn't even matter he just hasn't been good this year at all who i do like though i do like a ron jones and i do like aj dillon a bit mm. more he's becoming uh, more of a volume guy as the season gets a little older, um, longer. It's going to be Green Bay. It's going to be cold, and that's where they use him. So those running backs, uh, Jones, he got you there. You start him. If you have Dylan, I have absolutely no problem with you starting him, Zach. And the only other player is Christian Watson, and Christian Watson is a player that is either going to be boom or bust. Right. And uh, it's hard to bench a guy who scores every week, okay? Every week he's scored. So, in like the last five weeks, it's ridiculous. So, if you start him, I get it. He's very much a guy that you have to consider. Uh, that being said, he may get that one on one treatment with Jalen Ramsey, and that may be a big problem for him. So, right. uh, scale your expectations on that one. All right. That is the full slate of games for this week, playoff edition of the NFL and fantasy schedule for you, starting from Saturday's matchups all the way up to Monday night football. Let's take a break. We're going to be back. This is Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads of beautiful Tropical Chevrolet here in Miami Shores. Ari and Erica, the King Queen, always a special hello to them as well. And happy holidays from everyone at Tropical Chevrolet. Let's take a break. We're back right after this. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, we're going to wrap things up here on Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. It's playoff week, the playoff edition of Zach and the Nose. Very exciting times out here right now. Hopefully you have made it to the promised land. And when I mean the promised land, I mean the tournament at this point. You want to make some money. That's why you're in fantasy football right now. Unless you're just in one of those leagues or bleep talking. And if you are, then you, you still don't want to lose at this point also. You want to win that money. You want to be able to be the bleep talker around your office, around your friends, whatever the case may be. But when we get to this point, we have to really look at all the noses picks. We have to get through everything that he's done. We dissected a lot here on the show today. We went through the matchups in every single game, what knows like. Because normally we do the sniff test, but at this point, the sniff test doesn't even matter. we got to go through every matchup of all the games, and we did that, and we did a, we hopefully did a good job uh, going through all that. But 
the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week are normally very big on the show. That's why we end with all that kind of stuff, this and there. Now, before we get to that real quickly, because we just went over everything, we already talked about Thursday night football uh, and what a game that was. But Saturday, what you have, you have Indianapolis at Minnesota, you have Baltimore at Cleveland, Miami at Buffalo. That is your triple header on Saturday. Sunday starts at the 1 o'clockers. Philly at Chicago, Atlanta at New Orleans, Detroit at New York, the Jets, that is, with Zach Wilson. Pittsburgh at Carolina, Dallas at Jacksonville, KC at Houston, and then the four o'clockers, Arizona at Denver, New England at Las Vegas, Tennessee at the Chargers, Cincy at Tampa Bay, Sunday night football, big game, by the way, if not just for fantasy, the New York football giants of the Washington Commanders basically going to be playing for a playoff spot there. I believe I saw the percentages, the winner of that game, 91% chance to get into the playoffs, loser. 39% chance to get into the playoffs. And then Monday night, the L.A. Rams and Baker Mayfield versus Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. But we need to get to the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. Nose, I'm going to give you a couple minutes here to get through all of that. I know that you said earlier in the show you even had a nose pick of the week picked out until we got our breaking news about Zach Wilson, the almost nose pick of the week, Garrett Wilson. We'll get to that in just a second. But Let's get to that tight end pick of the week. Every week, Nose gives you a tight end that he loves. And by the way, this it should be almost the mud pick of the week this year because that tight end position outside of Travis Kelsey has been absolute mud. Let's get to it. Let's start with it. The Nose tight end pick of the week for the playoff edition is... A local boy himself. The U had himself a great tight end back in the day. And for the Cleveland Browns, David Njoku is the tight end Nose pick of the week in the First week of the playoffs. I'm putting it all on the line for him right now, Zach, because as we said, this is a position that has been hard to nail down. You start one guy one week, he gets you a two. You don't start him the next week, he gets you a 15. And then the person you started that week was a zero. It's just been a roller coaster of emotions at the tight end position, but that's where it stops. Okay, right now, I am telling you, Deshaun Watson is going to find David Njoku and he's going to look for him early and often the Baltimore Ravens as we discussed earlier on the show absolutely electric against the the run number two only behind that ridiculous San Francisco 49ers defensive line so what do you do when you can't run the ball you're going to throw the ball you're going to roll out and David Njoku I feel so good about this pick if he is on your team, he's a no-brainer. If you didn't make the fantasy playoffs and you're still listening to the show, I love you. Get him in your DFS lineup because you still need the action this week, okay? But the nose pick of the week, the Miami U, the local angle, David Njoku. I love that pick. I love that pick. I really, really love that pick a lot. All right, let's get to it. It's the end of the playoff edition show. So we got to get the nose pick of the week, a very important one this week here. I'm excited to hear who it is. I do not know anymore because I did look at the sheet earlier and did see Garrett Wilson and then did see you pencil him out or erase him out, not pencil him out. That wouldn't make sense at all. Uh, Let's get to it. The nose pick of the week playoff edition is... Here we go. I had to go and I had to nosedive and put myself into a position right now to give you a player that you were saying, do I start or do I not, okay? I'm not going to go out there and just give a layup on the nose pick of the week during the fantasy playoffs. So here I am to tell you that, yes, as of week 11, the guy didn't play in the NFL, okay? He did not play any weeks from weeks 1 through 11. That is a fact. But week 12, 12 fantasy points. Week 13, 16 fantasy Mm. points. Week 14, 15 fantasy points. 
Who am I talking about, Zach? A guy that nobody knows, but now they're going to. Zonovan Knight, the New York Jets running back. I know what you guys, Dolphin fans, are saying. I do not care. This is not about the Dolphins. This is about fantasy. The New York Jets are at home in what's going to be a very chilly game against the Detroit Lions, who are ranked 26th against the run, okay? Zonovan Knight has been given the volume. He's had the attempts. Week 12, 14 rush attempts. Zach, week 13, 15. Week 14, 17. I'm not crazy in math, but week going 14, 15, and 17 rushes, he's going upwards in volume, okay? And now here we are. Zach Wilson is the quarterback. They're going to need to establish the run, and Zonovan Knight has become that guy. So, yes, you picked him off waiver wires after week 12 on a goof to see if anything. And then week 13, you don't start him because who's Donovan Knight? But he gets 15 fantasy. And last week, okay, you started him. And, oh, my God, at Buffalo, 71 rushing yards and a touchdown. This guy's startable. Well, here we are. It's week 15. It's Detroit. The nose pick of the week during the fantasy playoffs is not Garrett Wilson, but on the same team, it's Zonovan Knight. Get him in your lineups. He's going to do you dirty this week. All right, that'll do it for Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Best of luck in the playoffs. Follow Nose on Twitter, by the way, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. We'll talk to you again next week. Good luck in your playoffs, unless you're playing me, and I hope Survive you lose. Survive and advance. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. 
a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.